Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of Level Up Podcast, where you learn how to go from agent to entrepreneur. We have a phenomenal guest here with us, Dobbin Buck from Get You Wired, and we're talking all about trust and databases today. We're going to get into a few different things. We're actually not quite sure where the conversation is going to go. So this is going to be a fun one because, Greg, you have lots of thoughts. Uh, I have many thoughts, most of which will go unexpressed today because uh, with you guys in the same room talking about databases, I'd be surprised if I got a word in it and it was the entire episode. But anyway, first of all, Greg, officially welcome. How's it going? Hey, I'm, I'm uh, glad to be here. I just got uh, just got home from Miami from a Century 21 leadership event and uh, kind of pumped up, excited to uh, get back to work and uh, more than excited to hang out with Dobbin and, and you today about databases. You're right. That is one of my favorite subjects. I know. Uh, and Dobbin, welcome back officially. I know you've, you know, it's been a while since we had you on the podcast. So for those that uh, maybe missed that initial episode, kind of catch us up a little bit, share a little bit on just a brief overview, who you are, where you are, and what you guys do at Get You Wired. Sure. I'm Dobbin Buck, co-owner of Get You Wired Web Services. We are a full-service web marketing agency located in the backwoods of North Georgia, our headquarters is a big log cabin, about a 6,000-square-foot log cabin. We have around 40 full-time employees here uh, in rural uh, North Georgia. And uh, we provide uh, marketing services to a broad swath of different verticals. And for years and years, we've been working uh, with uh, top producers in the real estate world. I think Greg and I have been working together for nearly six years, possibly even more. It's been it's been a long time. And uh, we just have a really, really beautiful thing and beautiful culture here. And uh, it's great to be here. I'm really excited. This is a absolutely incredible week. I get to be on this podcast. And on Thursday, I'm having uh, a whole truckload full of trout delivered from <laughs> Tennessee to my backyard, to uh, my river. So I'm obsessed with fly fishing, so I, I couldn't be more happy this week. <laughs> That's awesome. I want to add one thing too, Matt, to put things in perspective for those that know that I've done, uh, you know, a lot of Infusionsoft work and um, and campaigns and email marketing and whatnot. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Dobbin was involved, um, and and I partnered with Dobbin in the early years of formulating ideas on how to do marketing via email. And I remember being in the cabin that he's sitting in right now in Dahlonega and um, starting off in a small office and we started taking sticky notes and putting it in on a wall. And then that led to him coming to Myrtle Beach and getting in a much bigger room. And we had sticky notes um, throughout basically like whiteboard with sticky notes, writing out every single touch that we were going to to put in a campaign on multiple campaigns and some of those campaigns were as much as four and five years long so you can see it practically wrapped around four walls of the entire uh a room so i i mentioned that because dobbin and i kind of did this together i i have no idea what 
Infusionsoft and coding and programming's like, but I do feel comfortable in the real estate conversation. At six years ago, he didn't know anything about the real estate conversation, and so <laughs> we were trying to take what bits of, uh, of language that we could or communication, throw it in the room and try to interpret each other what we're saying. And basically, the Infusionsoft was born out of that process. So I thought that's important to start off by, by letting everybody know uh, our relationship. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and who wouldn't love to have a uh, a years long follow up campaign um, with <laughs> with specific segments? And we were joking around before we started recording that Greg, you have something like what is it, four thousand segmentation tags uh, in Infusionsoft, ways to identify different segments within your database. Is that right? That is right. I didn't realize it had gotten that much, um, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm working with Dobbin's team right now to do some additional things to my. Um, uh, my application, and through the process, I think they got a little headache when they realized what they were dealing with in my app. Uh, so, yes, four thousand <laughs> tags is what they say. All right. Well, let's let's set up the conversation a little bit because we were we we're talking about databases, which is why we're we're here today. And Greg, you feel like databases are going to get even more important, more critical, not just because not just because they work from a marketing perspective, but just because of some of the things that are going on, the trends that are going on in technology, the trends that are going on culturally with how people's tastes are changing in terms of how they want to be marketed to and how they want to interact with us. So why is it? Let's let's set the scene a little bit on why we think databases are even going to get more important. So I, I just wrote down, you know, uh, a, a word here, a community. I think our database is our new community. It's not there yet, but I think in the future, and the future is going to be starts today, and it'll just continue to grow, and that is the database becomes your community. It becomes the community that you're talking to. It's not the, data, it's not the list. The database five years ago was your list. And then I think at one point we got away from it. We got to treat it uh, better than it just being a list. And we started thinking the database is no longer a, a list. It's our audience. And that's when we really started getting like deep and connected and like, hey, this is our audience. But I think it's getting ready to go and to another level. And the database is going to become our community. Now, why do I say this? I say this because people are disconnecting their home phones. I don't believe they're going to disconnect their cell phones, but they're disconnecting their home phones. But what they are doing on cell phones is they're not picking up the phone unless they identify a telephone number now in, in cell phones, and they're letting it go directly to uh, voicemail. And then they'll check it later, or they'll get a, uh, a, a tra transcribed, uh, transcribed notification of who it was or whatnot. So then what are, what, are, what are marketing people doing? Well, they're going to bypass that now and go to text. Well, then at some point it becomes more and more annoying where it gets oversaturated and people kind of like now they've got to figure out how to like keep out all text with the exceptions of their trusted friends and family members. So there'll probably be some way to block everybody with the exception of the people that are already in your contacts list. I think this thing continues to evolve like that, right? So what happens is technology allows us to connect very easily, but almost too easily. Yeah. And as we can connect so easily with people, technology on the flip side is going to actually have to be created to help protect people from being connected to so easily. Now, when that happens, we go from easily connected to easily disconnecting. Hmm. 
easily or easily filtering. Yeah. Well, yes. So filtering, which means that they will they will not allow some unknown person to market to them. Okay, yeah. that would be filtering. That's probably a, a good term. I, I what I want to stick with the, the 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 mindset here is this is disconnection. See, the marketers figured out an easy way to connect, and they abused it. Yeah. Now the consumer is gonna is gonna you know the consumer these days is always in charge. The mm-hmm. consumer is going to find an easy way to disconnect. So then it comes back to all these years, whether it's in the past or the next couple of years, I believe if you're not building a database and you're not growing your database and you're not communicating in, in, in goodwill and really having an impact on that database, you could be locked out of the deal. Because I think as they, consumers, start to figure out how to easily filter or disconnect from us, we're going to be left with those that trust us. And I'm talking about those that trust us beyond our family and centers of influence and past clients. I'm talking about people in your community that might not have ever been a client but are still interested in information about real estate, if we trust them, they're in our database and we trust them, then they won't disconnect from us. We will be the only preferred real estate agent that passes through the filter. So I think the world shrinks in the future in the area of who we're able to market to. And if we go ahead and focus on building that database and building a bigger database and get go to the next level in terms of the value that we're bringing and delivering to that database, we will be the winners. That's what I believe. And there's other people that I know at high, high levels that I've, I've talked to that are, 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 are kind of having similar conversations right now saying, hey, look, we may be in the future. We may have, instead of marketing to the world, and have a low conversion rate, it may be marketing to our database and having a high conversion rate. So I, so it gets to the point is you've got to put yourself in position to move with the market and move with the technology. And I think those that have good databases where they've gotten trust, it doesn't matter what the next next technology is they'll easily be able to transition to it and their community will be there with them that's my take on databases and where i I, i'm i think we should be concerned i think people who are not taking databases seriously needs to be very concerned because they've been able to get away without having it and still build a business but i'm questioning how long that lasts yeah they're gonna get caught in the disconnect yes okay Dobbin, what's your what's your perspective before we get into kind of the keys to building trust and things like that? Just overall, are you seeing the same things? Yeah, totally. And and so, you know, the development of the database right now, especially with future pacing into what Greg is saying, um, I think is absolutely critical because the conversation that the prospective buyers, sellers, consumers, whatever we want to call them, um, are interested in having are on a micro level. Uh, they're very specific to their interests, their localities, their specific neighborhoods. And I know Greg, with uh, his uh, 
community domination program really focuses on smaller niche markets within markets. And I think that collecting that information and being able to reach out, I talked about before we got on about, hey, whenever I see something in my market, you know, in a 20 mile radius, that's a riverfront property, I want to know everything about it. And then if they narrow it down to, you know, my county, to my, the name of my river, the, the name of my road or whatever. And then if they, you know, God forbid they mention trout, you know, I'm sold and, and I'm going to follow them forever. The thing about it is, is that we have a real opportunity. And this is where I think that, um, local brokers and agents can have the edge in developing these databases right now is that they can actually have better information than the big marketers that are out there are communicating to and connecting with people through. So like, you know, Zillow, as an example, has access to certain amounts of information and they do a great job of communicating back out to the consumers. But the thing about it is, the local agents and local brokers are going to be able to refine their databases and to be able to communicate at a far more intimate level, which I think is going to be a complete game changer for the people that are prepared. Ultimately, in retargeting, in our email marketing, in our SMS marketing, in whatever type of marketing we're doing, multi-channel marketing, the more refined our message is, and when we know our market, we know the people in our market because we segmented them. Like we said, Greg has over 4,000 tags in his Infusionsoft. He had like 2,000 and something, and I turned my back on him for a minute, and, and he went crazy. And now he has over 4,000 tags, you know. I don't know what the heck he's doing over there. But once again, it's the, for, it's the, the, the forward thinking of, I'm going to own this stuff and I want to know the people that are in my database because I want to be able to communicate with them on an intimate level specifically to what their interests are, to what homes they own or what homes that they want to buy, but particularly to the, uh, to the sellers, you know, that's where the database I think has a, a real great advantage is having a great collection of inside information that we can refine. And I'm talking about refinements of having over a thousand different messages. Now, the cool thing right now is that with language and the way that we're able to communicate, and this is going to become more prevalent as we move into the future, that we're not going to have to make a thousand different instances of communications with AI and with our ability to manipulate content that's going out to social retargeting or email marketing, the systems are getting smarter to where we're able to communicate more effectively. So um, those who hold the data, those who don't hold the inside information on the personal interests, location-based interests, et cetera, et cetera, of our consumers are gonna be the rulers of the future, I believe. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, one thing uh, that just that 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 I wrote down as I'm listening to Dobbin is, with our databases and our connection to our database, we're able to build big data ourselves. It's it's different. Like when we talk about tags, so let's talk about big data. Okay, big data for these companies like SmartZip and and um, you know, they they have all these algorithms. They have all these data points that they're measuring. Right. Well, a data point could be 
what we're talking about here. Like if I know that I've got um, a client named Dobbin and he likes, uh, you know, riverfront property. Well, that's a tag, riverfront property, interest, riverfront property. That's a tag, which is the same thing as a data point. Okay. Or I might know that he likes trout. He likes fly fishing. That would be a tag, a data point. Okay, so what I heard you saying, um, Dobbin, is the data points that we can collect on our database are much more intimate than a lot of the other big data companies because they're collecting things like, you know, did you make a big purchase at Lowe's or Home Depot? And that's an important data point. You know, is your daughter just turning 18 and now you're becoming an empty nester? That's a data point for the big data. So we may not have as much of that type of data, but we have more intimate data opportunities that we can use for segmentation, which I believe those are the data points that influence our communication, which then helps us deeper connect with our database, or I'm calling it a community help us deeper connect with them when we're using intimate data points to, to converse with them versus these data points like um, the daughter just graduated. Yeah, well, the thing about it is, Greg, that is if all things are equal, let's just say that we have the same data, that big data has this the same data that we have and we've collected it through whatever means we have, we have had. The interesting thing when you're talking about the algorithms are, they may not be paying attention to what's truly important when we're talking about a localized communication level and intimacy with the person that we're trying to reach. So it's not just the data you have. You want to have the data, but it's how you're thinking through the data and how you're communicating with your local market. And that's where I think the local brokers, the local agents are going to have the edge if they're true players and they're paying attention to this and they understand this. Yeah, that's great. That's why I like talking with you, Dobbin. It's just like, it's just, an, it's, a, it's a complete mastermind, like brainstorming conversation. And I get to, it gives me the chills sometimes. <laughs> Matt, direct us, because we're just going to keep going. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Well, my, my head is spinning on all this, too. Um, and because there's a, there's a million different directions we can go, but let's, let's try to keep it in terms of some very specific things that agents can can do and can take away from the conversation. So let's get into the kind of the, the keys to building trust. And, and Greg, before we do that, um, just remind everybody of, of why why trust is going to be so important over the next, let's say, five or 10 years as it relates to like turning a database into a real community. Um, I think trust is what people are going to tune into. And things sure. that don't have the essence of trust is what they're going to tune out of. So in absence of okay. trust is the opt-out, is the unsubscribe, is the spam. When trust okay. is present, remember, people are in so many databases, but they don't feel like they're in a community. Mm -hmm. So I think people are going to opt out of databases that they feel like they're just one person in a database getting some general, you know, uh, recipe card or turn the, the, the clock back. Yeah. They're opting out. They're done with that. If they're not done with that, it's just because they haven't figured out how to go down to the bottom and hit unsubscribe. They are done mentally. It's just they may not know physically how to unsubscribe. They're out of there. 
Okay, so then it's who's going to be left over? Who's going to be the who? Who? What database is going to win their attention? And that's going to be the database where the manager of that database is treating them like they're part of the tribe, part of the community, and that's okay. through trust. Okay, um, so let's talk about the first key to trust, um, Dobbin. Let's talk about segmentation a little bit, and I, I think I know where you're going with this. But give us um, what are if you got a hold of any broker or agent, how would you explain how to start segmenting their database? And what do you think are like just the highest quality, let's say, handful of segments that we should be focusing on if we can narrow it down to a handful? Sure. So in communications, relevant data is my on and off switch as a consumer. So I actually like getting real estate-based marketing information when it's relevant to me. So there's a lot of things I haven't turned off. Now, someone that's constantly reaching out to me telling me how great they are, if it doesn't have anything relevant to my interests, I have no interest in that. So um, the, you know, some of the basics are, let's take a look at um, with tagging, so location-based tagging. And Greg has a ton of this. So if we can start at, let's just say, um, we have the state level, we have our county level, we have our city level, we have our inner city market level, and then we have our master plan subdivision community level, and then beyond that we have our proximity to specific schools uh, up here in North Georgia. There's specific rivers, it might be the Chesity River, it might be the Etowah River, uh, Lake Lanier waterfront important uh, geographic uh, anomalies and waterfronts are going to be really specific things. There might be uh, an area of, uh, you know, a, a mountain or there might be a part of town, you know, a golf course or whatever. I would want to narrow down and to be able to niche out my, um, my segmentation by basically every possible interest that I could. Now, that doesn't mean that in this segmentation, I'm going to narrow it down to three versus four bedroom or some internal house type of um, segmentation structures. That should be in there. We should have that in the search data. But ultimately, really, what we're looking about looking at is the, um, you know, the the area quality of life. Uh, level of investment, that sort of thing that we're going to go with, with the emotional connection to people. People aren't emotionally connected to a two-bedroom versus a four-bedroom. That's just technical aspects of the type of house they want. But people are emotionally connected to aspects of the trees, the, you know, the neighborhood, the school that's just down the street. Um, access to things that are important to them. The fact that they don't have to get on the highway in Atlanta, which makes you want to just do terrible things to yourself if you do it. It's it's someone came from L.A. Uh, yeah. a few weeks ago and told me, uh, you know, L.A.'s got nothing on Atlanta. Whoa. Um, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, I digress. But the okay. thing about it is, is to find relative emotional triggers in the data to where we can communicate. Because ultimately, what's our goal at the end of the day? Our goal is to, first of all, 
in the marketing, and Greg taught me this a long time ago, is to build reliance on the broker or the agent as an authority in the things that are relevant to me. But also, you know, the um, the, the the key is to um, really just – I'm losing track of myself here. I'm getting so excited about what's going through my head. I'm like losing it. So, um, but you know, it's, it's just really about having specific language that, that, that reaches us emotionally staying in front of us. And then I'm going to be able to follow it. If I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to turn it off and I'm going to turn it off relatively quickly. It doesn't take long for me to, to annoy me. And so um, as a consumer, and I know, with sending out millions and millions of broadcasts a month here from the Get You Wired headquarters for our different clients. You know, I see a lot of trends across many verticals, and it's becoming more and more crucial. Well, that I think I just came cool up show. with the most amazing uh, drawing that describes all this. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, Greg's about to unleash his version of the cash flow quadrant. <laughs> okay. You see, I don't know if you can see this, but these are two targets. You see the dot that's dark, that's the bullseye. One's, and this is the two areas we need to tag or segment. One is proximity and one is personal. On the outer ring would be state. What state are they in? And then one ring in from the out would be county. And then one more ring in closer would be community. And then one more closer would be street. The closer you get to the center, then that's when you're hitting your target. On a personal, an example would be, you you know, um, are they a buyer or seller? Are they an owner of property would be the inner, another ring. And then what's their hobby? Do they like tennis? And do they have a dog? And what's their dog's name? And do they have any kids? And what are their kids' names? So in other words, the closer – you notice each one of these, I got closer to them. When I went on the outer ring, I'm tagging them as what state they live in, South Carolina. Who gives a damn? A lot of people fall in that category. But then I go county, as Dobbin said. Then I go city. Okay, now you're getting a little bit more closer to me. But then I go community name. And in the, in the email that I send you, I, I, I actually mentioned the community name. Now, all of a sudden, I got your attention, but then I mentioned your street. All of a sudden, you're like, man, Dobbin knows, wow, he knows a lot. And then at the same time, instead of like treating you like a buyer, that's the outer ring. Everyone's doing that. Well, what if you're a buyer or an owner? got a hobby like tennis or you have a dog and the dog's name and the kids and the kids names see when i get to the dog's name and the kids names and i start communicating those things dripping that stuff in somehow in my marketing i am going to gain trust because i'm going to gain their attention so the outer these are all tags but the closer we can get to the center and by the way the center is them the closer we can get to the to them the better your conversion rates going to be out of your marketing efforts and campaigns and you won't have to sell anything 
because they're going to let you in the door because they're part of your community or you're part of their community. It's just they're going to let you in the door. They're going to invite you over because you've got a more intimate connection with them and you develop that through the way that you communicated and you were able to communicate communicate that way because Dobbin helped us set up our segmentation and tagging properly. Does so that what, make what sense? I think Does that makes sense. It, it does to, make to, to it does make sense. Works. Well, and and here and here's where I, I want to tie it into what Dobbin said because Dobbin, what you said about emotion and tying essentially tying your tags and your segments to the things that trigger emotions, right? So, it, Greg, you mentioned that um, you know, like, okay, so you tag people by the state of South Carolina. Who cares? A lot of people fit into that. Um, why you know why is that? Well, because you, you share that with too many people, so many people, in fact, that it doesn't trigger emotion. Now, if you tie that to how many people are South Carolina Gamecocks fans, that's a different thing, right? That yes. triggers emotion. If you tie it to street, that triggers an emotion. If you tie it to dog ownership or kids, that ties to emotion. Uh, and that that's, Dobbin, that was huge. Like that that hit me like a ton of bricks, right? Because if we if we spend all of our time segmenting things by the by the by triggers that don't really elicit any emotion, then we're not really able to deliver any content that impacts them, which that's what it all comes down to, right? It's that we have to we have to shift the conversation more and talk a little bit about what we're sending them, the content. But if we're tagging things that don't have any emotional relevance to our people, it doesn't matter whether we start sending them super tailored communication that they also don't care about, you know, uh, stuff about the state of South Carolina when that hits too many people, for example, because everybody's in the state of South Carolina. Here's an example. You know, hey, hey, just want you to know, we just sold another property in South Carolina. Yeah, exactly. Versus, Nobody cares. Hey, just want you to know, another home just sold in Presswick. That's your community. Yeah. Hey, another home just sold on uh, Lynx Boulevard. That's your street. Another home just sold on Lynx Boulevard over 600000 And knowing that your property is in that same price range. So that's how we can link tags. So every time, and what a basic, almost seems to be, and I think that information is almost non-emotional, but the fact that we're the only one communicating at that deep level, they we actually create the emotional connection. Okay, interesting. You create emotion by being hyper-specific and relevant. Yes, because we're the we. You would be the only person that has ever done it for mm-hmm. them. Okay. I mean, Zillow's doing a good job at this, but unfortunately, they're doing it by zip code. You know, if you've mm-hmm. got, if you're getting any Zillow e- emails as a consumer, you're, it's saying, "Hey, ten more properties uh, just came on the market in the two nine five seven nine zip code that you might have an interest in." See, they're trying to work their way down to it. They're trying to get to the center. But they're still way on the outer area. Hmm. Okay, we can keep going, um, but I do want to make sure that we get uh, people the information to connect with Dobbin. So if, if they want to implement some of these things, uh, I know that there there's a way to get the the essentially the Greg Harrelson package and get a head start on some of this stuff. So Dobbin, what's the best way for people to reach out and connect and, and learn more about what you do and potentially implementing it? Absolutely. The best way is to go to www.realestatesalessolutions.com and there's some information on that site as well as a form to request a demo 
of the Greg Harrelson campaigns and Infusionsoft. That gets people into my team. If there are specific questions people have for me, they can reach out through those team members. Uh, David Quinones and John Crocker, the two men that are um, responsible for helping real estate professionals. Uh, we also have a, a vast amount of custom solutions and different things that we do for um, uh, real estate brokers and agents alike. So uh, that's the, the best gateway. And then my direct uh Website email address is www.getyouwired, G-E-T, the letter U, W-I-R-E-D.com, and I can be reached uh, through that portal as well. Uh, and, Greg, what's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, just just hit me up on Facebook Messenger. It's the most efficient way to do it. I'll uh, do my best to respond to all the messages, and uh, and that's it. That's the easy way. All right. And then for the show itself, uh, just look up the Level Up podcast. You can grab that on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere on any device uh, that you are listening to podcasts. Just look up the name of the show. You can also go to the leveluppodcast.com. You can find links out from there. You can also watch the video versions of the show right there. You can also grab us on YouTube and subscribe to the Level Up Podcast YouTube channel or like us on Facebook. Uh, if you're in the Century 21 community, uh, you probably see all the content for the show in the Facebook workplace uh, where you guys can share that content. You can interact. You can comment. You can message Greg directly. You can. Um, I know there's a lot of people that kind of ask questions and put questions in the comments, which Greg is gracious. Go back and check those comments and respond to people every time we do a show. So, Greg, I just wanted to say that I appreciate that. And, and everybody, yeah. you've made yourself very very available. So if anybody has follow-up questions, which I know they will off of an episode like we've done, this series on on uh, on database and trust, uh, they're going to have a lot of questions. Just reach out, put in the comments, message you directly um, because we're, we're happy to help and you've been uh, very good about making yourself available to help. Well, guys, thanks again so much. I really, really appreciate both of both of you guys really contributing and kind of opening this uh, this type of conversation up to the rest of us. Yeah, it's fun. Thanks, Dobbin. Thank you both. Take care.